Oh, and we've started. <laughs> Henry's ahead of time. <laughs> you go, Henry. Hey, everybody. Turn on my favorite song in the world. Nikki Burnett here, Taste Life Nutrition Radio. We are streaming live here on KUHS Denver. Oh, see, I'm messing stuff up already. KUHSDenver.com. Uh, Henry's back there, always taking care of me. And, uh, you know, when I mess things up, like I do on every show, he just fixes it for me. <laughs> so we want to... We want to talk a little bit today about abundance, and there's so much in this, and so much that 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 is key to to what life is about, and to our attitude, and to about who we are. And so, if you're joining the show for the first time, uh, I'm a functional nutritionist. My practice is Taste Life Nutrition, um, and I, I my goal in us bringing you this show is to really find what the truth is out there. And, and I'm gonna tell you that the one single truth that I found about everybody, no matter what, is that we're all different. Um, and so we have to be treated as such, and we have to be looked at as such, and we have to address our, our lives and our concerns and each other and our history and our traumas and all of these things as the unique individuals we, that we are. So we can take those and then build on that and just become the bigger, better human, the successful human, the, the, the best human that we can be. And so when I find people who um, are really, you know, looking at life in this holistic approach, these are the people who I like to bring on board. They have their specialties. And of course, I have my specialty in nutrition, but it's so important for us to have the, the ability, the capability of looking at so some of these other things that maybe we don't even think about. And so um, today we have on Jennifer Bloom. Um, thank you, Jennifer, so much for, for being here. I'm so grateful for you taking a little bit of time. Well, Nikki, I'm really excited to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. So just in case you saw the marketing, uh, we were going to have uh, Miss Jennifer Urezio, uh, and unfortunately, she broke her ankle yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it just breaks my heart. My husband broke his ankle several years ago, and it was awful. And I just, it, there's trauma in and of just hearing about broken ankles. Um, so, poor thing. She is going to be moving through that. But so she is, uh, she's about learning your soul language. And when she recommended uh, Jennifer Bloom, it was kind of a similar path but you Jennifer specialize more in sort of the abundance the money mindset is that correct yeah that's right that's right at the core it's the same in that we have a relationship with money and part of that relationship with money is our relationship with ourselves and if, and we also have a relationship with the divine and if we don't understand about who we really are uh, then it's really hard to to be in this space of that relationship. So Jennifer Rezio is a teacher mentor of mine. I am a soul language practitioner. That is her paradigm. I love her to pieces. And um, but the I've taken that her um, soul language and apply it out into the world of abundance. Nice. I love it. I love it. So speaking of abundance, First thing that we want to do, as always, when we start the show, is practice a little gratitude. Uh, and so we have so much to be grateful for, and I think it's really important to to take 
those things, start our day, end our day with gratitude. If you can write it down, write it down. Just just sit in it and be happy for it because we need we need a lot of happiness right now. Um, so, Jennifer, what are you grateful for? <laughs> I've got a really long list, but I'll keep it short. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, so well, first of all, I'm, I'm grateful for the turning of the seasons. It's fall. It's my absolute favorite season of the year. Fantastic sleeping weather. And I am also, quite honestly, I am grateful today for modern medicine and for my vet who could fit my dog in this morning oh. on an hour's notice. Poor thing was out five times last night. She's got a bladder infection. Oh, so yeah. he's on her road to recovery. And I, you know, with everything that's been going on, it's been hard to get into the vet. And they fixed, they just got us right in today. So uh, grateful <laughs> to Good. my vet. So I can't help but to be the nutritionist that I am and throw in here that we don't, we, I don't, I'm assuming they put put her on antibiotics. Is that correct? That is correct. So what you might think about doing, especially if this is a a frequent occurrence, if this is kind of a chronic thing, D-mannose is one of the best things for humans. And I mean, it, it has changed the lives of my clients, my women clients who have these chronic bladder infections. You can give it to your dog too. It's a component of cranberry. And it's, it works so well. So, however it works is interesting to me because it doesn't allow for bacteria to adhere to the lining of the bladder. And so it's really cool stuff. Um, and so, you know, things to think about, you know, is there a, G, a, a gut issue, a microbiome issue that's allowing for the bugs to grow out of control, things like that. So, sorry, I had to throw it in there. <laughs> no, I, I super appreciate that. Um, I am all about adding in supplements where mm-hmm. they can provide the best help and um this will be useful both for pet and family yeah so thank you. <laughs> good yeah you're welcome good probiotics for your dogs um all good stuff so perfect okay so what am i grateful for today um i'm going to i'm gonna say this as quickly as i can because i don't know that i can linger on it but i'm grateful for my mom um She's an amazing person and has been there my entire life. Um, and she might be leaving us soon. So I'm grateful that I have the ability to to be her daughter. And I'm going to stop. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that we all have to go through and it's just not fun. And I wasn't ready for my time. So transitions are so hard they are hard uh, especially with those who we love and again so much gratitude for their presence and boy the exit's such a challenge it is it is and thank you for kind of bringing me out of that a little bit because i i need to be brought out a little bit i was like i can do this i don't have to cry oh yeah i'm gonna cry all right so let's talk about you and all the amazingness that you bring to the world um I want to know a little bit about, you know, or as much as you want to tell us, about who you are, all the things that you do, what gets you excited, what motivates you, what brought you to this place you are now, where are, do you want to go, all of the amazing things, because I love what you do. Well, thank you. Well, so let's see. I'll do the condensed version. Um, I started off in uh, in science. I'm, my background is as an occupational therapist oh, nice. and got really tired of being in the space where people were already sick. 
and then I was trying to help heal after some catastrophic illness. And of course, those these things happen, and you know, it's it's good to have resources, but it just was something I needed to move through. Mm -hmm. And I, um, so as I was doing that, I was having a family of my own and having a few challenges. So I ended up doing a specialty program in health and wellness. Started to jump into all things alternative health, uh, alternative wellness, although I hate that word alternative because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you and I could soapbox on that for a little while. Oh, yes. Uh, right, right. Alternative what's mainstream, let's say it that way. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. and, and really got interested in mind-body and started working in the area of women's health, working with women um, who were trying to get pregnant, stay pregnant, and that has been such a joy. It oh, is, yeah. I have up here on my wall, uh, I have a bunch of babies <laughs> up oh, here. Amazing. <laughs> so, you know, that was really amazing, and yet at the same time, mm -hmm. I was going through some financial challenges. Um, there were a number of things happening. Uh, my husband was unemployed for a number of years. We had medical bills without insurance, blah, blah, blah. And yet what I started to realize was that that's not really what was going on. And I came to that conclusion after meeting the lovely Jennifer Arezio, who mm -hmm. we've already spoken about today, and learning about this soul, uh, this paradigm of soul language. And what I began to understand was it wasn't just mind bodies that I wanted to be following for myself personally and teaching, but it was really mind, body, soul. We've got to include that essence of mm -hmm. who we are. And what I realized uh, was as we were going through these you know, financial challenges, going through a bankruptcy, was that it wasn't about not enough money. It was about the fact that I was not really willing to be seen and heard. And it's really hard to run a business <laughs> when yeah. you don't yeah. want to be seen and heard, right? And so I started adding in this component of soul to both my, my work in the fertility world, and then I also began bringing it out to, I work mostly with women entrepreneurs, um, a few really good-hearted men uh, in there as well seem to uh, be attracted to the, the kind of work that I do. And it's just been a really fun ride <laughs> to surrender a bit, follow uh, where I was being led. but. This, the soul piece is just so juicy, and and it, and it gets to what you were saying at the beginning, right? We are all different, mm -hmm. and then when we can embrace our differentness, ourselves first, makes it a lot easier to be accepted out in the world. So I want to, just because I'm super curious about... Um, when you work with women in fertility, I work I work a lot with women in, in fertility issues as well, and so I'm, I'm, I'm curious just on a personal level, what, or well, personal and business level, you know, what it is you do, how you do it, you know, it would be interesting because you have your, your piece of it, um, you know, that, uh, you know, some of that co-management, um, because I don't have, I'm not, I, I can talk mindset, but I don't have a lot of good tools, and I love being able to, to, to find people who can give those good tools. Beautiful. Right. So usually the people who find me have been through the ringer. Yeah. You know, they've been they've been after it for a while. Mm -hmm. And so, right, there's all kinds of emotions that come along with not being able to get pregnant or stay pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the dreaded word stress. It's that's such mm -hmm. a garbage trash term, right? Like all the emotions are tucked into there. So what I do is uh, I, I do energy healing work. I do um, mindset shifting to work at the level of the emotions. That's the, that's the start place we start with. Because 
when there's constant stress, anxiety, depression, worry, sadness, we're putting ourselves, as I'm sure you know, right? Our cells can either be in growth mode or they can be in fear mode. Mm -hmm. And so those emotions tend to create fear mode in cells, Mm -hmm. shuts things down. And of course, fertility is not one of those things that the body thinks it needs to sustain when it's in fear mode. So it's about really looking at what's happening today. uh, How is this journey with fertility impacting me? But then also looking at, because we can have both emotions springing from current conditions, but then we also have this layer of belief in our body, things that we learned growing up, things based on our experience even depending on what your your structure your view structure is and mine is right it starts in the womb it actually even starts pre-generation mm-hmm. right we, we carry these beliefs in our matrilineal dna so it's about under um, uncovering some of these patterns that might be creating internal stress in the body maybe you learn from your parents that you know having kids ruined a relationship and that was something that you took on at a subconscious level very early on well, here you are now trying to create a family and you have this amazing partnership that you don't want to lose. So your body, your, your brain at the, at the subconscious level is saying kind of danger, danger. And again, creating these things that can in turn impact the reproductive system. Yeah, go ahead if you were gonna finish, yeah. So and then one last piece here mm-hmm. is the soul. And this is what really, it really surprised me. When I start, and it, at the, in, when I started doing it, it surprised me. Now it doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. So when we look at who we are at a soul level, if we are living outside of who we really are, again, another layer of internal stress. And the thing I love about soul language is it right, gives us who we are, um, our, it gives us a, a mission language, it gives us a skills and tool language and a soulful personality. And what I have found with my clients is when they get in alignment with that soulful personality, things start changing in their body. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, it, again, it's, it's a, oh, of course, because it's, that's an internal stressor if we're living opposite to who we really are. But it's amazing when you think about something as intangible as the soul can, can create such a impact on our physical apparatus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the things that I was thinking as you were, you were talking, especially when you were talking about, essentially you were talking about epigenetics, right? It, Correct. Yes, which, which if, any, if you've watched the show at all, I love epigenetics. It's one of the most amazing, you know, fairly new science, you know, uh, you know that, that's being researched right now. But, you know, we, you know, and a lot of what I talk about is, you know, how epigenetics can impact detoxification. It can impact, you know, nutrients and, 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 and uh, you know, metabolic pathways and that kind of thing. But especially when it comes to fertility, what I try to get across to people is the fact that we, it's so important for us to be as healthy as we possibly can physically, mentally, and emotionally because those epigenetic genes pass on and can be passed on they're showing seven generations and so think about that and think about seven where you are in seven generations prior to that point you know there are trauma genes there are uh, you know all genes that are our you know grandmothers and great most of our grandmothers passed on to us that that make us who we are now it's just the most incredible thing but we have you know my my um 
I guess one of my, one of my favorite taglines anyway is we do have control over our genetic destiny because epigenetics is lifestyle. It is the traumas, it's the emotional stress, it's the physical, the mental, it's the movement, it's the, the you know food and environmental toxins and the stuff that we put on our body and in our body. It's all of the things that we have so much control over and can then take that and start creating or begin or restart. We have we've got a lot of unhealth going on, but start creating again these healthy generations by making sure that when we are in that creation space, when we're trying to have babies, that we do the very best we can because we want to have a successful baby with a successful life. Um, and it's so important that we take care of ourselves as best we possibly can. So anyway, I love epigenetics. <laughs> it, it's really fascinating, isn't it? Is. it? It's yeah. just an amazing field. It is, it is, it is. And we're learning so much, so much. And there's still, it's, it's hard to imagine what we still don't know because there's so much. Um, all right, very cool. So um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, what, what it looks like. So we have, I have, you know, I have my notes here and I have, you know, soul money relationship. And, and what is it when people come to you, are they coming to you? Just because they, I guess, what is it make, that makes them come to you besides the fertility? Because we talked about that. Is it, is it the so you said it's the entrepreneurs, you know, the people who are kind of stuck is what I see is people who realize they're stuck and they they need to figure out how to get unstuck. That's, yeah. So I I see two, I say two categories of people. The first is is yeah they're really stuck. Mm -hmm. um, they've been doing all the things that they think they're supposed to be doing, both from a, a marketing perspective, right? The the real business kind of side of things. There are people who are um, really savvy in the, on the in the mindset world. They've done a lot of things, and things still aren't changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, what the heck? I'm making the same amount of money no matter what I do. Um, so that's one category of people. The other category of people who tend to show up are those who have gotten, they, they're really successful, they, they're movers and they're shakers and they are burnt out and they want to create the same amount of abundance flow with a lot less work. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, you know, passive revenue or, or, or although there's all those kinds of things that people could talk about, I, that's not my, that's not where um, my uh, wheelhouse is. but. When you really understand the relationship that you're in with money and you really understand the roots of money and how money actually flows to us, we can start to work with it as opposed to against it. Mm -hmm. And so those are, yeah, those are the, the, the two categories of people that, that tend to find my work helpful. Awesome. And so what does it look like? Um, what does it look like to work with you? What is it, what do people yeah, I, I guess I just don't even know. You know, I have I have in my head, I think, you know, therapists and, and things like that. So are there, I think you have programs and probably steps that you, you put people through. Exactly. So the, the, the foundation of the work is, again, I've said it three or four times, I'm going to yeah. say it again, yeah. soul language, right? Yeah. You know, I so, I'm going to start sounding like an ad pretty soon. Um, <laughs> well, but, sometimes uh, you have to be repetitive, right? <laughs> Um, and so, and actually, even before we get there, 
partner, it's really helping people understand that it is a relationship. We tend to think about money as transactional, right? I put in my 40 hours, I get a paycheck, or I want a, this grocery basket full of groceries, so I'm going to pay somebody. And that we don't really think about it beyond that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that money is relational. Money at its origins is a physical, tangible tool of divinity. And we allow or disallow flow of money based on our connection with the divine. So the very foundation, the first thing we, we do when we work together is to understand, yes, I'm in this relationship. The, it's a relationship between myself, the divine, and money. And I'm the one who's in the, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat. But like a lot of times we tend to think that money's in the driver's seat. We think, you know, oh, if I just do this, if I'm just good enough, if I just work hard enough, if I just earn it, then money will come to me, right? It's sort of this us versus it. And that's not it at all. So the first step is to really say, okay, and understand, yeah, I, I'm in this, I'm in the driver's seat. So then in, in any good relationship, it's we get to understand ourselves first, right? If you want to extend your, your partnership with somebody, doing all that self-growth for yourself is really what's going to make the, the relationship grow, right? right. So the, the, the first step is we identify your personal soul languages. And then the other really cool thing about soul language is that part of this paradigm says anything we're in relationship, whether it's with someone else, with our business, with our health, with the divine or with money, we brought three additional languages to support ourselves in that relationship. So I, so then we go ahead and identify the soul money relationships. And from there, you get to understand, this is who I am when I'm in connection in the relationship. And this is who I am when I'm disconnected. And it's usually that disconnected place that is creating all of the, the issues. Mm -hmm. uh, we're tending, because when we do that, we tend to live from pattern, we tend to live from ego, but that part of ourselves that wants to keep us healthy, whole, and safe. And a lot of us grew up with either sort of um, dysfunctional money habits or patterns or understandings of money, or we learned this very capitalistic idea of you work hard and you don't deserve anything unless you prove yourself or earn. And as that's part of our makeup, that's how our life goes. So it's really about identifying the patterns and rewriting them mm -hmm. to be able to step into this relationship, this however you want to write that new relationship with money. Because as the leader, and it's the only one with free will, the divine doesn't have free will, it's gonna, it follows you. Money has no free will, it's gonna follow you. You're the one that's creating the rules. So the work is to do that under, do the, the mindset, mindset is a good word for it, I suppose, but do that part of the work so that you can be in the flow the way you wanna be. Interesting. So I have a question for you that is, is my intent is not to go crazy deep with it, but I can't help but to ask the question. Um, because as a Christian, you know, I believe the, the, the divine, I follow the divine, I, I follow God, you know, and, but you know, God is within me and we work together. And so I'm curious just what your thought is around some, around that. Yeah, absolutely. So 
that right that is your relationship with with the divine okay. right and that is that is the part that is one of the pieces of the relationship and there are a lot of ways to say if i am deeming so the okay so i'm going to take a step to the side here and say part of this relationship is our relationship with ourselves sure so if i deem myself unworthy if i deem myself as not good enough i put my hand up to god right you and god are there in that relationship god is always flowing to you divine is always flowing to you but we kind of set those rules to say no i'm not enough i'm not worthy right. and again it's not words we're using necessarily yeah. it's more of a feeling state things yeah. that we've thought about and so then we can't we cannot accept the goodness that is meant to be ours gotcha no that makes perfect sense thank you for that yeah yeah, yeah. something that we were talking about a little bit ahead of time was you know uh, you know how we come together as as you know healthcare practitioners in our, in our own way and how so often it's you know coming from uh, what it's inadequacy, inadequacy or not having enough and and how we've grown up with so specifically we're talking about food and how when we grow up without enough food how that can move through our lives as we age and as adults and create that continuous lack or feeling of lack and, and, and well yeah it's that feeling of lack um how do you address something like that what are your thoughts right so i think that you know that that not enough can come literally right not enough having not enough food not enough money not enough resources whatever the resources were mm -hmm. and it can also come from a belief structure of i haven't done enough Mm -hmm. I haven't, I'm not good enough for those people in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not, um, I'm not worthy of that attention. I, and when we are in that space of not enough, it doesn't feel good. And usually as humans, when something doesn't feel good, we try to block it, right? Mm -hmm. We, it, it, it's harder to do the internal work to figure out what that hole feels like. And so we tend to fill it, we can fill it with food. Mm -hmm. We can fill it with, you know, if you're somebody, one of the things that, one of the habits that people have uh, is, you know, I don't feel good. Well, let, let's do a little shopping, right? I'll let me, let's just let's yeah. do a little retail therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with retail therapy, <laughs> unless it's the thing that's keeping you from yeah. <laughs> the amount of abundance that you want, right? right? Right. So we can start looking and seeing that there's these patterns that, that pop up. Or, you know, the person who, um, you know, not feeling great, so I'm going to get the ice cream. I'm going to get the, the things that intellectually I know don't feed me, but seem to fill that hole in a certain way. Um, so we can start to look at these overall patterns in places in our life like, oh, and, you know, just kind of start to connect the dots. Yeah. And then the antidote to it, of course, is then to come back to our core beingness, our core, who we really are, because at our core, we are whole and complete. I love that. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And of course, that takes, it takes learning and figuring things out. <laughs> it's not a light switch kind of moment. But on the other hand, when we do know that, and we have tools to know that, mm -hmm. it makes things a lot easier. Yeah. We can start filling those holes in, in more um, functional ways. 
I love that. So what would be just an example of good functional ways of filling? Say say you, you do go after the sweets. Lots and lots of people do. No matter their health status, it's like, okay, I'm going to reward myself, or this is just what I want is a sweet treat. So how, what is it, once you have that realization, what, what, how can you fill it? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. So there's a, so at, at its most basic, the thing that I have found, and, and I grew up outside of religion, not for any reason other than my parents were two different faiths. And their answer to it was to not include it in life. <laughs> so isn't that, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it, it's fine. You know, uh -huh. that's, that's how, how it was. It was uh -huh. fine. We're spiritual, but not necessarily religious. But what I love about this connection with soul is that it's always the answer. <laughs> so when you're feeling like there's something needed, when there's that, when you're just not quite filling up, my answer is, what is it that, what fills your soul and and okay well let me, let me say one more thing and then i'll go back to what i was just yes, gonna say i skipped yes. a step because you know when you do that so for me nature hands down mm -hmm. that's how i fill up mm -hmm. uh i'm here in minnesota it doesn't matter the weather whether it's snowing whether it's hot and humid it doesn't matter i have to get out mm -hmm. now in order for that to be effective with like say, well, I, and I'm somebody who has a tendency to want something sweet, it, you have to be proactive about it. Mm -hmm, sure. You have to do the filling up first. Yeah. And, right. And put a priority on what really fills me. Mm -hmm. Because if you wait too long, again, I am speaking completely from experience. Mm -hmm. If you, if you let that tank empty, that self-nurturing tank empty, then there's very little to draw on in that moment. It's like that, oh, forget it. I'm just going to have that, whatever yeah. it is, even though, right? Even mm -hmm. though I know that it's not the best mm -hmm. thing for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's interesting as, as entrepreneurs, um, and as you said, speaking from experience, is that's, that's what we tend to do, is we tend to uh, just go, 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 go without. And I, I do this. I, will, I get to the point, and I'm, I'm getting better about it, but I get to the point where I've been behind my computer for hours. You know, I have to do a lot of research. I work with clients. I'm building, you know, have just built and launched a, a course, co-created a course. Um, and, you know, it's it's this, there's, see, there's so much that you feel like you have to do, especially as an entrepreneur, you're wearing 400 different hats. You're like, I don't have time to go outside. And meditate. I don't have time to go play the frisbee, play frisbee with the dogs. When really, if we would just freaking get up and do it, the time's gonna be there, <laughs> and it's gonna make you a happier person. Right, and I and, and quite honestly, when we make the time for it, it this is gonna sound like a slogan, but it makes time for us. Oh, so, I love it. That's a good slogan. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. and so and, and here's the thing: is that when we take the time to whether your cup of tea is to is to to meditate get out in, in nature just sit quietly uh listen to music whatever it is play frisbee with the dog what you're doing is you are creating that connection between you and divinity between you and god mm -hmm. whatever word you mm -hmm. want to use mm -hmm. for it mm -hmm. and when you do that you go into what i think of as a receiving mode yeah. When we're in front of our computer, when we're, you know, and again, we, we, we have to do it because mm -hmm. that's, that's part of the job. Sure. Um, but when we get in the mindset of we make things happen, and so doing is the most important thing, 
it's it's only a small sliver of the of the picture. So, for example, I write a newsletter, right? It's part of business. I write a newsletter every week, and I have had times where I've sat at the computer and like, what am I going to write about this week? What am I going to yeah. write about this week? You know, yeah. and I sit there for half an hour staring at the screen. Ridic you know, it's ridiculous because I'm clearly not in the flow. But if I go outside and I walk around for 10 minutes, mm -hmm. the answer comes. I, I was like, oh, yeah. Then I'm back 15 minutes later, it's bing, done. bang, boom, it's done and it's yeah. out. Yeah. So giving ourselves permission to get into more of a being state, mm -hmm. that's going to allow us to be in a space of receiving. And it's just, it's more effective. It's more t uh, time effective. And we tend to do and be who we really are at that essential level instead of whatever persona that we're, we're putting together as we're you know fast forwarding and doing right. and doing and doing and doing yeah yeah i love that i i'm a i'm an outside person as well um and you know i gave the example of the dogs because i've got three girls and they they frisbee they love the frisbee they love to be outside if i go toward the door they're running outside and it truly just makes me so happy just to watch them play and run and chase each other and so being what I have found and what I have, have what I tell people is find your find your favorite place. So I'm, you know, specifically right now talking about meditating. Um, I have a very up and down relationship with meditation. You know, I'm great and then I'm not great. But um, my favorite thing to do, though, is when it's sunny and beautiful outside is to go outside, put on shorts and a tank top and just let the sun cover as much skin as possible for one. It's just healthy, right? We need this. We need that vitamin D. The sun converts vitamin D in the skin. But for two, it's the warmth. It's the calm. Um, it's being outside. It's one of the best things I have found that I can do for myself. Um, and then another thing we talk about a lot is grounding. Get outside and walk on the ground. Walk in your house. Walk with your bare feet if you can. Um, you know, we walk with these rubber soles, and it kind of. It, it stops that that energy flow because it is we're electromag electromagnetic electro either way we're, yeah. we, yeah. <laughs> we're electric people um, and it, we have to it, you know we get energy from the earth and from the sky and from the sun uh, and so um, I have to walk in the front yard because we don't always pick up we, well the dogs have three dogs <laughs> they poop all the time <laughs> but <laughs> walking down the front yard in the, in the in my bare feet, I just love it to death. And so anyway, um, and I know I, I say this, you know, I am not. This is not my specialty, but it's those simple things that I think can make such a big difference for for mood, for mindset, for like you said, opening up and allowing um, the goodness to come in um, and to be creative and to be abundant and all of all of the things that are so important in just having a good, healthy life and lifestyle. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that, you know, we get very focused on one thing. We get focused on the goal. I want to make this much money. I want um, I want my body to feel this way. Uh, and really, we want to open up to that whole experience of abundance, yep. that whole experience of prosperity. We want to live a life that is whole, as opposed to just the, you know, you know, the, what does the bank account look like and can I retire or right it, it's just that that tunnel vision leads to not very pleasant individual days and that's how we live right we live with those individual days yeah that just creates more stress right right yeah, right kind of absolutely 
Exactly. Right, right, right. You know, and, and I've done that cycle. Um, I burnt out my adrenals in 2013. Okay. It was a rough way to learn that lesson. Yeah, it's I'm a hard still, one. It is, and I am, I, I'm still physically recovering from it. It's mm-hmm. been, you know, a long time, um, but I'm getting there. Uh, and I would like to, you know, keep other people from having to learn yeah. that way. Yeah. Right? It's a tough one. I, you know, when your adrenals are like, okay, I'm done, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be a little bit hard to keep going <laughs> and to get all the things done that we have to do in life. So um, I should probably stop for a minute and take a quick break um, and talk about uh, Cellcore Biosciences, uh, whom I, they are a fairly new sponsor, and I love what they're about. They are a super innovative approach to dealing with chronic conditions and allowing the body to detoxify and rid itself of, of pathogenic microbes. Um, they are they are working really closely with uh, with really chronic diseases like Lyme disease, uh, uh, Parkinson's, and things like that. It, you know, the thing that, to remember is diseases really are symptoms. It's the body talking to us, and they can continue to get more and more chronic. Um, or if we give the body the ability to, to balance and repair, then uh, a lot of times we'll see these symptoms either uh, become you know, less and less and less or maybe even go away, depending on, on what your situation is. But um, you know, I love who they are. They work um, with bioactive carbons, which is unique in the industry. Um, and they do tons of uh, research. They've got lots of data to back them up. In nutraceuticals, having good data is really difficult because it's very, very expensive. Um, and when, you know, there are a couple of companies, uh, Cellcore being one of those companies now, that they spend the money in order to gather the data so they have, so they can support the practitioner and support the practitioner's clients and patients. So. Um, great company. You do have to be a pract- You do have to to have uh, get the supplements through a practitioner. I am a practitioner, um, but there are a lot of really great practitioners out there using Cellcore Biosciences. So um, check them out, look them up. If you love to to research and you're a data nerd like I am, then uh, check out the data because it's pretty cool stuff. Um, and I'm excited to continue learning more about them. They're still fairly new to me. Uh, we have a conference coming up here in a couple of weeks that I'm super stoked about going to. So, um, anyway, really, really great company. So, I uh, thank you, Cellcore, for all that you do. Um, okay, so let's talk about what do we want to talk about? I don't know. Um, you know, you have some pretty amazing programs, and I was looking at, at the services that you provide. You have a, a, a number of programs that you that you provide. Um, you want to talk a little bit about those, and I mean, I I know that you work mostly, and I don't, I, now I'm being repetitive, but with entrepreneurial women and a few men. But you know, what are you know, what is it that, what are the services that you provide? Like, I can't even talk. Goodness gracious, I'm just gonna let yeah. you talk. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. So I offer uh, a couple of different programs. Um, I offer a program that's called Prosperity Momentum, and this is really good for someone who wants to start to work with their money and work with 
work with this relationship with money in a, in a new way, but wants to do it in a really specific container of time. You know, we always have goals. We have things that we want to focus on, things we want to change, and, and we say we want to change them. And then life happens because that's just what happens. Yep. <laughs> but what, what, what I have found is that when, when you really add that container of time, to one of your goals, it, it makes a huge difference. So this program is called Prosperity and Momentum. It's a 30-day program. I offer it several times a year. And what I do is I teach a six-step connection that is a, a sacred practice that you can do on a daily basis that allows you to deepen, both deepen into your relationship with money and to start to broaden it, to expand it, to, to start that process of creating the momentum that will now create changes in your bank account. Uh, so that's, that's one way that I work with people. And then I have a brand new program that I'm really excited about called Perceive. And we start with the, we start with, again, the foundation of soul languages. You're learning about yourself. And you're also, you've got a relationship with divinity, so you get to learn about the languages that support you in the divine. And learn how to open and receive. It's funny, we, so many of us are more comfortable giving than we are receiving. Mm -hmm. And it makes for a lot of hard work. And, and again, I'm, I'm not opposed to uh, put my hours in. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, if I can allow things to flow to me in an easier way, that gives me a whole new way to work in the world. So within that program, we look at um, both your receiving container is the word. So how how have you built within your within your system the ability to receive and then the muscle that goes along with it so for example i was working with a client and uh in this uh, in the precursor to this program and she said my receiving muscle is really stringy it's really unused uh much she's much more comfortable in the giving part of it uh and she does amazing things she uh does all she works with animals and um, she has amazing support in her community and yet to receive back is hard for her mm -hmm. so how do we, so then the work is how do we strengthen that muscle what can you what beliefs can you let go of what beliefs can you bring in that's going to support you in this ability to receive so those are a couple of my of my favorite programs. Um, but you know, it occurs to me I've been talking about soul language so much, and I haven't really given an example of what that is. So oh, how great. about if I do that? Yeah. Because I think that'll help, right? So for example, as I said, with our personal soul languages, we have um, we have a mission language, we have a skills and tools language, and we have a a soulful personality. So for me, my personal um, mission language is called pioneer. Hmm. And what's really cool about that language, when you're in connection, you're helping both yourself and other people build new pathways. Uh, when you're disconnected, you might end up starting like 20 different projects, <laughs> 20 new roads. Yeah. Uh, you might end up um, not wanting to do new things. And what was really, what was, what it was so important for me when I learned that is, you know, like I said, I started out as an occupational therapist, I moved into fertility, and then into abundance, and there was this part of me that's like, why can't you stick with something? Right? What's, what's going on here? I knew the thread, but why can't you stick with something? And it was, you know, it was something I thought about all the time, but I kind of beat myself up about it. Well, 
pioneer, right? That's who I am. Mm-hmm. I was able to claim that in a in, in, in a in, in a much stronger way and really own it and say, yeah, that is who I am. And I can I can even as I say it today, I can feel all those old parts of me that used to spend a lot of energy sort of covering that up mm-hmm. or where I would feel stress and tension. I don't feel that anymore. Now, on the other hand, my um, my personal skills and tools language is called Hunter Huntress. Huh. And, and that particular language describes somebody who's known as somebody who can track things down and get things done. Yeah. And that is who I am. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, when you do too much of it, you can make yourself sick, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being able to see both sides of that and understanding that whole cycle allows me to own the parts that work really well and then when I'm operating more out of pattern, I recognize it and say, okay, this is part of me that is out of balance. So we do that exact same thing with your soul has a way it likes to be with money. So you learn that those languages, again, can help you understand, okay, I'm, I'm out operating in connection here. Or, oh, wait a minute, nope, I'm, I'm disconnected. And it's simply a matter of reconnecting reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with the divine. Uh, so that's the, that's a little bit deeper dive into the, the foundation work that goes into whatever program that I offer. And I also do one-on-one work with people who just really want to kind of get in and, and make some changes mm-hmm. or know they have a particular habit around money um, that they don't like. And I use, I have a whole number of tools. Um, I'm a EFT practitioner. Oh um, yeah, great. Yeah. So there's a number of tools that I use then to help to create those internal shifts that, that then create the external change in your bank account. Would you explain EFT a little bit? Yeah, of course. So EFT, fantastic, fantastic technique. And it's built in Chinese, it, it's built under the, the philosophy of Chinese medicine that says that um, we are, our systems, our, our energy is organized into lines, meridian lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the premise is, is that of EFT is that anything that we're experiencing that is negative, whether it's negative emotion or negative physical or something physical, something emotional is due to a blockage in one of those meridian lines. So when you tap, you're tapping on the ends of the major meridian lines in the body and you're also adding language. So you're telling the body what it is you wanna release. Mm -hmm. And through that process of speaking and tapping on the the different uh, acupressure points, you're able to dislodge whatever is um, causing that disruption and that issue leaves. Mm So the other piece of it is that you know you're really working at the level of the subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. You're in there and you're making changes. So you can both release out of the subconscious, and you can input in what it is that you, what what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. So it's not just taking out the old beliefs, but actually being able to input those new beliefs as well. So I want to I want to tell a quick story um, because I, I have a little bit of experience with this. It's not my own experience; it's my my husband's experience. Where and my my sweet husband is um, this is way not up his alley. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Way not up his alley. Um, but you know he had he had a little bit of trauma. He had some stuff going on. He 
was starting a business and there were things that he wanted to work on and needed to work on and an opportunity came, to, came up where he, it, it's, I don't know, it's a little bit similar to, to what you do. Um, I didn't realize that until probably just now, but she she worked with him and she, she did the EFT technique with him. And one of the coolest things is it was him dealing with this pretty significant trauma. It was as an adult. Um, and it was one of those things that was really, really difficult for him to let go. Well, he couldn't let go of it. And it, it sat on him and it ate at him and it ate at him and it ate at him. And it was, it was, it was not good. And he did this. And I think it was just after the first session and he did several sessions of the EFT as well as all the other stuff. But he came home to me. He's like, it's gone. I don't, I don't feel anything about that. Like I did anymore. And I was like, what? (laughs) It was so interesting. And the memory is still there and all of the, that, but the, the, I would, how would you explain it? Is the, the emotional connection to it maybe is gone. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. You know, we're not changing history. Yeah. We're, we're not making something go away and you still can think about it, but if you could imagine telling it as a story, that's just a, you know, and, and then this happened and then yeah. this happened. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I just recently worked with a client um, who had extreme trauma. She, her, her brother uh, took his own life mm. when she was a young girl and you know, 20, 30 years later, it still, of course, was impacting her, her, but be, and she, but what she knew was it was impacting her beyond what it should in quotes. I mean, what's, what should in this case. Right. Right. But, um, but as we worked through that memory, she can now tell the story of that day without tears, Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. that terrible sense of trauma. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it, it, it's a technique that shouldn't work. You know, it, it's, you look at it, you think, what the heck? Yeah. But it, right. But it, it's based on Roger Callahan's TFT, thought field therapy. And that came out of a woman who had such extreme uh, water phobia that she couldn't even like be in the shower. Oh God. And, and, you know, and, and through the work that he did, he was interested in Chinese medicine um, and he understood, he understood the, the body in, in that way. And what he found was when he, when he tapped on a certain place, which is the end of the meridian for the stomach line, which is where in Chinese medicine fear resides, mm-hmm. you know, she tapped under here and she's able to go put her feet in the water down in the local pool. It, it's just, it's just, it's one of those, um, techniques that you have to experience yeah. to understand it. But it is unbelievable what you're able to um, ease and, and disconnect mm-hmm. and to allow your body to let go of all of the resources that it's using to guard that particular memory. Yeah. Or, uh, right? Because it's hard when mm-hmm. we have that trauma in our beings. Yeah. And I think what I find so interesting too is even, you know, because a lot of times, I, you know, I feel like, well, you have to be open to it for it to work, right? And, you know, I, again, my husband was like, whatever, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'll do it, okay. And he liked this therapist, right? And she was a therapist, but she does all these other things as well. Um, and, you know, it, 
and he's like, I, and it was like that quick. And he was like, okay, I'm a believer. And he'll still do it to this day on his own. He'll, he'll, you know, do his, he's got his meditation and his stuff that he does downstairs. And, oh man, I wish I could tell you the, the world of change that this man has been through over the last few years. It's, it's, it's interesting when you can sit back and watch somebody grow and develop, you're like, wow, this is amazing and become this amazing person. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, it is a tool. I, I have three uh, children who are all adults now. I don't know how I would have parented without it. Yeah. Uh, right? I yeah. mean, um, my kiddos tend towards anxiety. Uh, and so, you know, and I, my oldest daughter was like, writing on this. She's like, Mom, this is great. I'll let me, t- you know, teach it me to me. Yeah. Let me teach it to all my friends. And my youngest is like, oh, God, Mom, really? You and your stuff again. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> but um, she is, she is is witness to that you don't have to believe in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Don't worry>. right <laughs> <laughs> it just works <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's it's a uh, it's and, and it's what i love about it then the reason why it became such a prominent part of my practice is because there are things that you need a practitioner for sure. if you are diving into some deep trauma you need a practitioner mm-hmm, to do that mm-hmm. but if you are dealing with day-to-day anxiety if you are dealing with insomnia if you're dealing you know, there's so many different things that in the moment you can do it right because emotional emotional hits don't come just when you can talk to your practitioner or your therapist right, it's 2 a.m right. in the morning and you need to be able to do it mm-hmm. and it's something we can all do on our own yep. um you know the the reason for the practitioner a, if, if, if you're dealing with something that, that is painful and dissociation all of that you know you really need somebody who's practiced but the the way that gary craig who's the founder of this talks about issues is you know so let's say somebody wanted to change their uh, they wanted to eat better mm-hmm. right that was their goal well just tapping on eating better doesn't get at the issue you can think of eating better as if you think about it um uh, the analogy he uses as a table so mm-hmm. the tabletop is eating better and then what's supporting all the different legs under uh, what's supporting the table are all these different legs mm-hmm. which are individual pieces of the puzzle right um i learned to always clean my plate um i was always given a sweet when i was unhappy mm-hmm. um i was yelled at for being t- too fat right all of these different pieces then with eft you get to go in and you get to pull out these uh, you get to address each individual issue and at yeah. some point there's nothing left to support it and then the issue falls um so a practitioner can help you find all of those different legs that can uh, that can help you then get to the point where your issue either leaves that's what you want or mm-hmm. you've stepped into something new yeah that is a really great way of putting it because we we have our habits that are created by multiple ways our habits our beliefs our disbeliefs all those things but many many things go are involved in just as i was saying earlier in who we are and what we believe and why we believe in and what our what our body is doing what it's about you know so much involved there and to to have somebody who can help you dig that out is is a blessing because that's just not the stuff i at least i can speak for myself and know that that's just not the stuff that i can do on my own. I need help digging into that stuff and figuring stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one last little piece about soul language yeah. here. Yeah. It, related here is that once you know your languages, it's not an archetype. It's not just a description on a piece of paper. 
This is a living, breathing piece of consciousness. So I can have a conversation with that part of me that is pioneer. So if for, so let's say I'm having a fear about creating a new program. I can relax, just like you would do in a meditation, and connect, and I can talk to that part of my soul and say, hey, what's going on here? And Pioneer will respond. Yeah. It's just a really amazing tool that can help you get at things that are going on in your day-to-day -day life. And of course, again, if it's something big, well, what's big? They're small. <laughs> but <laughs> right. right when it's something that, you, that, that maybe you can't see, put your whole arms around, yes, mm -hmm. a practitioner is helpful to have that conversation. But then you have these ongoing parts of you that you get to just take with you. Uh, and you get to apply to all parts of your life. It's, yeah. it's really an amazing paradigm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I, I, I mentioned a little while ago, and I forgot to even mention it further, but I will in a minute. But I've co-created this course, and part of, and I say this because it's kind of, it's, it's so much of what you're saying is, in in order for us to be fully healthy, be fully fulfilled, to understand why our body's reacting to certain things, to food, to environment, to whatever, it's a matter of taking the time to learn your body and learn what's going on, and that's exactly what you're doing, is just at that much deeper level is that understanding of the who and the why you know we can think we know who we are but there's so much more i know that there's so much more that i want to learn and need to learn for about myself when i i think i'm you know i've been practicing nutrition at least on my own for you know 30 years or whatever it's been i think i'm pretty good but there's there i know that there's so much more that can be done and so much more to to learn in on so many different levels and it's one of those things too, you're like okay because i'm going to do this one then i'm going to do this one then i'm going to do this one i'm just going to keep learning <laughs> we're expansive creatures right yeah. we really are we, we really are <laughs> it's so true um well is there anything that you want to add? We only have, time goes, always goes by so fast. We've got about three minutes, and I do want people to know where to find you, but I would love for you to, I want to make sure that you have said everything that, that is really important that people should know about. Um, there's so much, there's so much devastation and trauma out there that can be addressed, um, and, I, and, I, and I think it's important that people know that. I agree. I would say that what I want people to really know is that abundance is our birth rate. Mm -hmm. And whether you're talking abundance financially, whether you're talking abund abundance just in how we live our day-to-day -day lives, we put up with so much that we don't have to. Yeah. And so my invitation is to really allow yourself to receive that. And if there are spaces that are you know you sort of you feel like you're hitting your head against the wall all the time or you're in that same old rut when you are able to know yourself at this in this new way when you get to have some tangibility to the the ineffable mm -hmm. uh it really allows you to receive the abundance that really is meant to be yours yeah I love that. You know, we truly live in a universe of abundance, and and it's so many of us who put those those barriers and those fences up ourselves. Um, and finding somebody who can help you knock those barriers down and be open to so much goodness. Um, and as you said, abundance in so many different ways. Money is just one of the many many ways of 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 being having 
finding abundance, all of the things um, that I, you know, and you know, I think just also having that mindset of abundance is just, it opens you up and it, I just find it, it brings that happiness, just knowing oh, there's so much out there and I just have the ability just to take it all in, <laughs> you know, you just open it up. And when you, you know, you, there's this, uh, this posture, you know, if you're open, you're open to so much and opening up as opposed to, um, you know, just constantly being closed off. I do find myself a lot of times I sit with my arms closed off like this yeah. and I try to not do that. I try to sit yeah. with yeah. my arms open. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, that I do that. I don't really know why, but I, I should talk to you and find out. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about where your website is. Cause I assume you do work with people online. Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Yep. So the, so the abundance site is jenniferbloom.com and with an e. uh, you'll find with an E. With an e. With an e. Yep. yep. That's right. And on that on that front page, you're going to find a soul money relationship quiz. I saw uh, that. So I this love is, that. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a great first introduction to understanding the relationship. Um, it's going to tell you which one of the aspects of the relationship is a little bit out of sync that could use a little bit more love, and it gives you an exercise to be able to to start to shift and change that. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, Sold Out Abundance. That's a great place. If anybody has questions, just DM me. I'm more than happy to to um, to send resources your direction. And then since we spent time talking about fertility, mm -hmm. um, that website is Anji, A-N-J-I, online.com. And uh, there's also a couple of free goodies over there. There's a being fertile meditation. There's this um, a really great presentation. If I say, if I can say that about myself, yeah, about the, about the science of being fertile oh. and why why it makes such a difference. Uh, and then I'm also Anji underscore fertility on Instagram. That's brand new. So oh, um, just starting that conversation over there. So Man. That's, those are the best places to find me. You know what? what? Doing this show, I meet some of the coolest freaking people. Um, <laughs> and I just wanted, I'm going to go, I'm going to check out your, because I didn't know anything about the fertility stuff um, until our, the interview just now. So I want to check that out. I want to follow you on Instagram. I want to take your quiz. I think that's super cool. So go take her quiz. Um, be open to the abundance that, that, that is surrounding us. And, um, you know, once you... And be grateful for that. You know, being being grateful right now in a time where there's a lot of turmoil can really just help to start to, to, to push forward this movement of, of gratitude, of health, of giving, of allowing for goodness and keeping out the, the mess and the junk that is that just keeps continuing to bring us down. Don't let it bring you down. So um, I am Taste Life Nutrition on all social media. So uh, you can go to my website, tastelifenutrition.com. I have a free assessment that you can fill out there. I'll reach out to you personally, um, and we'll chat about it. And if we need to, if there are small changes we can make, great. If there are big changes, and we can talk about what it would look like if you want to work with me. Uh, the course that I've co-created with Dr. Lynn Tran McDonald, who is another show host, uh, is called Body Bliss. And so what I would love, love, love is for any of you who are interested in and what we call, call it body bliss lifestyle designed for the busy woman. So it is for women, um, but you know it's for the entrepreneur, the the working mom, the powerful women who are out there 
working their tails off to make a difference in the world and have a little bit of something going on. Is it chronic pain? Is it fatigue? Is it GI dysfunction? Is it these things that don't allow us to be the best that we can be? And we want to offer support in this Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group. Um, but then beyond that, uh, Body Bliss is also a course that we've created. It's a 12-week lifestyle course that is uh, that we're pretty proud of, and we're just we're just launching. So uh, check that out. And um, yeah, you can always always ask questions uh, on Facebook on in the comments. You know, the streams live on Facebook. Uh, reach out to me. Reach out to Jennifer. Um, you know, let's start bringing in all of the goodness. So thank you for joining. And we'll see you in two weeks. See y'all. Thanks, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah.